if you're in a situation where somebody's like asked you a question and you don't know the answer, don't panic, okay? This is a really, really good opportunity for you to shine and to showcase who you are and to get some of your personality across. Hello and welcome to Not Your Forever Job, the show that helps you create the career you truly want. I am Hayley Loren, an engineer and career coach. And today on the show, I am sharing five mistakes that people make when they are trying to find a new job or they're thinking about getting a new job. So if you are job searching, if you've thought about getting a new job, or if you're thinking about your career direction, then this is a must listen because it's important that you are not doing these things, okay? I've also got a really exciting announcement to make. So I'm going to do that at the end. So make sure you listen all the way through. So the first mistake that people tend to make when they are searching for a new job is that they're not clear on what they want. And yes, they might be scrolling through the internet. They might be looking at different job descriptions and applying here and there. And they might sort of know the job title or the sort of thing that they want to do. But most people just look at this on the surface, right? They don't really dive deep into this. And when I say dive deep, I mean thinking about the type of company that you want to work for. So a big company, a small company, a startup, and also, you know, what sort of policies or beliefs you want the company to be able to have? I mean, do they believe in sustainability? Do they believe in supporting people all around the world in different types of engineering and science? It's, you know, you can get quite specific here and it's so valuable to dive deep into it. So some other factors are your lifestyle. You know, think about where you are happy to work. Do you want to be home-based? Do you want to work in the countryside? Are you happy to commute or not commute? All of these types of things you need to really get clear on because rather than searching for anything and then deciding, oh, is it right? Is it not right? If you're really clear and you have kind of like a list of non-negotiables, it can be really powerful and it can make your job searching a whole lot easier. Mistake number two is that people don't believe that they're good enough. And this is something that, I see time and time again, and I definitely have had this at times in my life where, you know, you get that monologue going on in your head and you just, for some reason, you just think that you're not good enough to get a new job or you're not good enough to apply to this particular job that, you know, that excites you, but you think in your head, well, well, I don't have everything that's on that bullet point list in the job description. Therefore, I might not be suitable. I might not be a good candidate for it. So this kind of self-doubt and lack of confidence can really hold you back and it can end up keeping you stuck, basically. So being able to really believe in yourself is so, so important and having that confidence. And I'm going to be covering this topic about confidence when applying for a new job next week. So we'll do a deeper dive into that and how you can actually get more confidence. Mistake number three is that people don't actually utilize their network. So these are the people that you know in your life. It can be friends, family, colleagues, old colleagues, your lecturers. There's so many people that you will know in your life. And it's funny that so many people, when they think about job searching, all they do is they go online and they might Google it. They might go on to websites like Milkround if you're a new graduate or or other sites. And, 
you know, that that's the only place that you look or maybe occasionally on LinkedIn or something. But your network is so incredibly powerful, particularly if you're thinking about changing jobs into a new industry or you're doing a complete career change altogether. Because often, you know, if you want people to take a punt on you, they need to kind of know you and trust you, right? So if you can get a way in through a back door or even just an introduction, it really, really, really helps. So often people just aren't making use of their network. And the advice that I would definitely give is that if you don't have a network and, you know, network can seem like a really dirty word, really. When I say network, I mean If you don't have people that you know within the industry that you are interested in moving into or the specific area that you're interested in moving into, then, you know, that's going to hold you back because there's going to be other people who are trying to connect with other people and have these conversations. So they're always going to be ahead of you. Okay, so get building your network, get meeting people, start making friends within the area that you want to go into. And this is something that I think I definitely know about because I have done about three or four career changes in my life. So I was a biologist and then I switched into becoming an engineer. And yeah, that was mainly through an initial job advert, but I basically networked through the company and I got to know all of the project managers and the people who could actually help me transition to become an engineer. So that's one change. And then I thought about becoming a presenter. So when I've done STEM outreach and presenting, a lot of the shift that happened is because I started connecting with people who were already doing what I was doing or I would just get involved. So I joined some societies and some little groups and went to meetup groups and just got to know people, you know, in the network. And I started doing talks and started at the bottom, you know, and and just allowed myself to be a bit rubbish and, and for it to be okay. And slowly I met people and through meeting people, you know, opportunities come and that can be really, really valuable. So definitely build your network. Mistake number four. So this is quite an important one and this is to do with interviews. So imagine, you know, you've you've done your CV, you've applied and you've got an interview and you're like, yes, okay, I'm going to do all my interview prep, which is brilliant. Now, the mistake that people tend to make is actually within the interview itself. And what tends to happen is that they're on a roll, they're answering the questions, and then suddenly the interviewer asks you a question that you don't actually know, right? And then suddenly you panic because you're like, oh, I don't actually know the answer to this one, okay? So, The mistake, mistake number four, is believing that you need to know everything because you don't. They expect you to, you know, have gaps in your knowledge. Part of getting a new job is learning, right? You learn on the job as well. So they're not expecting you to come in and to be able to answer absolutely everything. But what they do want is to understand and appreciate who you are as a person and how you approach a problem. So if you're in a situation where somebody's like asking you a question and you don't know the answer, don't panic, okay? You've not lost the interview yet. You have not failed. In fact, this is a really, really good opportunity for you to shine and to showcase who you are and to get some of your personality across. So a really good phrase to be able to say is, okay, I don't know, but 
based on my understanding from a project that I worked on that was a little bit similar, this is what I would think. Or you could say something like, okay, no, I, I don't actually know, to be honest with you, but this is exactly how I would find out the answer. So if I was working for your company and I was in the role and I didn't know the answer to this, I would probably go and speak to this type of person. I would hold a couple of meetings and I would just try to understand what the issue is and try and learn because obviously a really important factor in starting a new role is learning, okay? So you can say all of that. So it's a really good way to show that you are somebody who isn't afraid of failure. You're not afraid, even though I know secretly we all are kind of secretly afraid of failure, but you know, that you have some level of confidence and ability to be able to use your own intuition and initiative to go off and ask questions and and find out answers. So that's really important. Okay. And I, I really recommend that. If of course you're going for a technical interview where, you know, you've said that you can use a particular software and then you can't, I mean, that's not good. So that's a completely different thing. So in that sort of situation, really, that you shouldn't be saying that you can do something that you can't do. So there is a balance in that. But if you, you know, have a general understanding, or even if you are in a technical interview, and you're trying to accomplish something, it's totally fine to ask, you know, can I have a bit of well, not help, but you can ask some questions to kind of guide you a little bit. So don't worry if you don't feel like you've smashed it completely and you've answered all the questions. It's okay. So mistake number five, and this is another really, really big one that I see time and time again, and I've definitely done this myself, and that is avoiding action. There are so many excuses that we have to avoid writing our CVs, to avoid reaching out to a person that scares you, that you feel like you should reach out to, but you actually haven't yet. Or, you know, you haven't responded to interviews or you haven't gone out to a particular event. And these excuses are usually, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I've got loads of work on. Oh, the the washing machine you know, packed in and I needed to go to my mum's to, to wash all of my clothes. All of these, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you here. All of these are excuses. This is procrastination. And I've, I have done this before. But the thing is, right, and, and we all need to know this. And, and, and I'm just going to speak directly to you here, honestly, and say, if you don't take action, nothing is going to change. You're not going to get a new job if you don't take action to try and actually get a new job, (laughs) it is kind of as simple as that, okay? So I would definitely recommend setting yourself small actions. You know, you don't have to tackle everything at once, but as long as you're moving forward every single week. So you could choose one action, maybe on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that you take in order to try and move yourself forward with your career searching and your job searching and things like that. And then you can have Thursday and Friday off, you know, and not feel guilty because you know that you're taking action on set days. Okay, so take that action. Don't be held back by your own procrastination and make 
change. So if you need help in your career, I have got a really, really exciting announcement. And I am so thrilled to be able to say that Fearless Careers, my group career coaching program, will be opening its doors in February 2022. And I am honestly over the moon to be starting this again. And I do this once a year. Basically, there's no other opportunity to join Fearless Careers other than on an annual basis. And this is where basically we come together as a group. There's a few different, I usually have about 10 to 15 people who work closely together and we do group coaching and I guide you through trying to figure out your career direction, getting clear, getting confident, getting a plan together, setting actions and actually keeping you accountable and making those actions so that you can create change and actually create the career that you want. So not only is it about getting that clarity, and, and what you want and why you want it and finding your like like your mission almost your career mission and what means something to you and then turning it into action and, and actually making it happen because this is the thing you know it's it's all well and good dreaming it's all well and good wishing and reflecting but at the end of the day you need to be taking action and actually <laughs> stepping forward right but this is where it's difficult because often I know this myself. So when I went through my really hard time, when I had my breakdown in my career, I took some time out and I got coaching and counseling as well, like a combined thing. And it was so incredibly powerful to get that support. The thing is, is that you can't do everything alone. If you're wanting to move jobs or if you feel stuck or trapped or unsure, or you're ready for your next step in your next mission, you don't need to do that by yourself. And investing in yourself is one of the most powerful things that you can do. Because if you don't invest in yourself, why are other people going to invest in you, right? So this is the thing. And whether you want to do coaching with me, whether you're interested in fearless careers or not, I definitely recommend getting support, getting somebody who can help you stay accountable and actually getting a support network as well. And, and that's why the group coaching is so powerful. It's because it's everybody is going through the same thing at the same time so you're not alone and that can be the hardest thing in jobs is when you feel alone you know you feel like you're the only one going through this but you're not you're really not and there are amazing powerful people out there who feel just as just as you know down or just as hard and, and just like they're struggling just like you but it doesn't need to be like that and we come together and it's it's a wonderful transformational experience it really is so if, if you are interested in learning more about fearless careers you can head over to my website www.hayleyloren.com forward slash coaching and just click on fearless careers and you can read about everything there but thank you so much for joining me for this episode i will speak to you next week about confidence in your job when you're making a move and if you feel like you're not good enough to get a job we're going to be doing a deep dive into that next week but thank you so much and I will speak to you soon